Welcome to B-Roll Conversations. My name is Cyril Zuma. I am your host for the show. This is the podcast all about photography. I want to give a quick shout out to Color Space Studios for sponsoring today's episode. Color Space Studio is a photo studio, video, and podcasting studio based in Randburg. Give them a shout on studio at colorspace.co.za. I'll repeat the email again studio at colorspace.co.za. Give them a shout and they'll definitely help you with your photography, videography, and podcasting needs. Let's talk about today's topic. The past few days, I've just been ranting and raving and just talking about, you know, the, some of my frustrations in the industry, in the photography industry, to be specific. And one of the things that has been frustrating me quite a lot is, you know, photographers not taking themselves seriously. So I hired a photographer and I instantly regretted it. A few days ago, I was doing the festival called Delicious Festival, which was based in Kalami. And I was booked by a big client of mine who's a long-standing client of mine. And I was also booked subsequently at a wedding in Soweto. And these times started to clash, or they were clashing rather. So I had to hire some photographers to actually do the work for me. So I hired a photographer to do the wedding for me in Soweto while I do the work at Delicious Festival. I trust this photographer. I've seen their work online. I have never really worked with them, but I've seen their work online. I know some of the clients that I've worked with and the work looked really amazing. And so the natural thing was for me to actually go look for a photographer. And I found this photographer who I just referred to now. When I saw he was available, I instantly called him and I said, okay, cool. Let's chat about this. Are you available? What can you help with? Um, this is what I need from you. And how much do you charge? We did all of that, I think, within one or two days, and we were sorted. Come the day of the event or the wedding, I am entering Delicious Festival. I'm in an Uber, in the back of an Uber. It's hot. I'm feeling the vibe. I'm ready. You know, it's just that perfect summer vibe. And now we are two hours into the wedding. Um, the wedding was supposed to be, we were supposed to start at 10.30. And now it is 12.30 or 1, close to that time there. I get a phone call from the client. And instantly I'm very shocked why the client would call me. So I'm hesitant a little bit. I'm not sure if I should answer it and I don't answer it. I immediately get on text with the photographer and I, you know, I check with him. Where are you? What's happening? And why is the client calling me? To only find out that this photographer is actually not at the wedding at all. We are two hours from the start and this photographer tells me that they are not at the wedding and they will not be at the wedding because I did not pay them a deposit. And so I acknowledge that. I think that's fair. Unfortunately, he did not tell me that he works on a deposit. If he had told me that he works on a deposit, I would have given him the deposit and we would have gone our ways and we would have done the work. So he tells me that he, you know, this is how business works and I should have basically paid him a deposit before booking this wedding. Long story short is he's not at the wedding and he hasn't gotten his money. So I ask him, please, can you get yourself to the wedding and how far are you from the wedding? He tells me he's 30 minutes away. As soon as I get off that conversation with him, I am on another conversation with another photographer to find out if they are available. I reach out to the photography groups. And somebody responds and they say that they are available to do the wedding for me. 
And so I asked them how far they are from the wedding venue and they tell me they're about 45 minutes away. So now the other photographer said, you know, it's 30 minutes away. This one is 45 minutes away. I asked both of them to go just because now I do not trust photography, photographer A, because they said that they would be at the wedding and they're not at the wedding and it's two hours later and they're only telling me now that they work with a deposit. So my senses are already up and I asked another photographer to rather go stand in, at which they do. They get there a little bit late. The client is already very, very, very angry. I am looking at my phone text and it literally says, please, I would like my refund back. I'm really disappointed. All the words that you can really think of when somebody is unhappy. The second photographer starts doing the work as they are there. And I think that calms the client down just a little bit. Unfortunately, this first photographer, what they did is they asked another photographer to go stand in for them. So I found this information out through the second photographer because now the second photographer is talking to me and they're able to tell me what is happening and they tell me that this first photographer hired another photographer to come do the work. At this stage, I don't even trust this guy at all. I actually trusted the person to do the work for me, but what they did is I hired them and they hired someone else. And unfortunately, this other person's work is, I don't even know what their work looks like. Imagine you as a photographer are hired by somebody else and you then hire someone else and that person hires someone else. It just becomes a long chain of you not being in control. So as somebody who likes to please my clients and make sure that my clients are happy, this is a huge shock to me. I let the situation play out as is, allowing the second photographer to let me know what is happening as the day goes by. The both of them carry on photographing throughout the day. The client is obviously not messaging me and now I'm trying to do damage control. Literally, I am trying to do damage control. I am happy that there are photographers at a wedding, but the first photographer, I do not know them at all now because they also hired someone else. I don't even know if they're going to show up to the event. I trusted their work and their skills, but they then hired someone else to do the work. At this stage, I'm willing to give the client their money back and still carry on doing the work and take a loss. And, and a lesson too, I guess. The biggest thing is taking a lesson. And the biggest lesson for me really is here is that it really is hard to trust other people with your work and clients. What I suspect happened here is that this photographer was waiting for bookings or had bookings elsewhere and also accepted my booking and then wanted to also pass on the work. Literally, I think this is something that I know I used to do also when I was a bit younger and maybe not to this extreme, but this is a really an amateur mistake to make. If you are booked, it's fine. Say no, I cannot do it. Say, you know, this is how I work. This is what happens. The biggest mistake new photographers or some photographers now even the older ones make is not stating how they work stipulating your terms upfront is really is important to anyone that you work with if you work with a 50 percent upfront a 75 percent upfront 100 percent upfront it really is the terms that you work with some photographers will tell you i do not do this type of editing i do not do graduations it is how you work accepting everything and hoping that you're just going to do the best that you can really does suck it can set you backwards as a business. And so for me, I would never ever recommend this photographer to anyone else. I would never ever think of this photographer in any manner to touch my work, purely because they lack the sense of responsibility. 
all the blame was shifted to me because I'm not the one who paid it, didn't pay a deposit, but they didn't state how they work with the deposit. So we agreed that we're going to work, but you actually just don't show up for the work. The second thing is you send someone else when I asked you to do the work, but you don't let me know. And then you don't answer your phone, network, and all these other things. You know the typical excuses someone gives. Traffic, load shedding, blah, blah, blah. What really got to me the most is when I received the photos, it has all the photos that they shot. And they are all in JPEG, which is very much low quality, so I cannot do much anything. So I asked for the raw files, and that is what I received. They did not care to select some photos out, take them out and just give me the photos that I needed. So now I received over 1,200 photos. Some are overexposed. In fact, 99% of the photos are overexposed. I cannot, the whites are purely just overexposed. So it is just of bad quality. Now, this is somebody that has seemingly been in the industry for quite some time and is being hired by big brands. Does this mean that they don't care about the work that they were doing for me? Does that mean that that's just the quality of their work? Only they know how to edit their work. And I'm not judging their work, but I'm purely saying when you deliver to clients, there are certain standards. So for me, when I'm shooting a wedding for a client, I'm not going to give them all the photos. I'm going to select and cut down and trim them to the photos that I want. You don't send your client all the photos that are on there, even the bad ones. What's the point? That is a reflection of your work too. I am seeing all the skew photos, all the ones that are not in focus. Every single bad photo is on there that you could think of. Don't get me wrong. When doing photography, especially at weddings, events and things like that, you're bound to get one or few photos that are either skew or not in focus. You just miss the focus, but the next photo is in focus. Don't give me the one that's not in focus. Give me the one that's in focus. Anyway, that was my experience of hiring a photographer and I instantly regretted it. I am now at a loss of money because I had to hire two photographers. So which meaning I need to pay them and also pay the second photographer. This is a hard lesson. And this is something a, a fellow photographer told me just before I hired this photographer. They said to me, I've been burnt way too many times with my work. So I rather not give work to anyone because this is a reputation on my clients. I've seen some of my clients literally push shoots back because I am not available and I am doing something else. To me, this is a reflection of some other photographers just do not take their work so seriously. As a photographer, I understand one thing. This is a business. This is a lifelong business. This is something that's really, really big. It's something that you can make a living out of and pass it on to generations. If you do not believe that, then I don't even think you should be in the visual industry. Your reputation really, really does matter and it will precede you going forward. So that's my lesson on hiring a photographer and I really, really did instantly regret it. If you guys have any experiences of hiring a photographer or if you think you can actually do a better job than this photographer, then hit me up. I am looking for photographers that understand that this business really can take them far. Hit me up on email, on social media. Let's work together. Come work for the company. We are currently looking for photographers, video editors and photo editors. I'm talking about live photo editors and video editors. We've got exciting work coming up. So yeah, if you think you've got the skills to be a shit hot videographer, photographer, then hit me up and let's welcome you on board. Thank you guys for listening to B-Roll Conversations. This is Cyril Zuma and this is the podcast all about photography. 
check you guys in the next episode peace